wishing to bring Mershulk into this world to take over Grazid's place. You either all hearing Meryl Streep in your heads. That's why you're laughing. <laughs> I really wanted you to say it. Uh, listeners, just, just for, for some context, I, I ran a campaign many years back with a main, with, with what was going to be a main villain of a chap called Asir Jishan, and his name got chained to our face, Jishans. So, so Meryl, Streep, Meryl Streep is an improvement. Hello everyone and welcome to tonight's episode of the Fellowship of the Tabletop. We are a live play 5e podcast set in the disputed lands of the Verandian jungle. Though we're nowhere near there anymore because we're at the shadowy depths of Shadow Point Peak. We are in the magical homebrew world of Erif though and my name is Darren and I'm going to run some D&D for you. And these, these are the end of times and the Shadow Men tales. With me tonight... We have playing the human ranger McBenna, Will. It's getting cold in here. Playing the dragonborn paladin Drago, we have Ian. I've waited 26 episodes to say this, but Darren, your opening says on tonight's episode, and we don't know when the fuck people are listening. <laughs> if you're listening in the morning, and I, I, I hear this because I'm the editor, I, I've, I've known of this for some time, but I've sat on it. I've sat on this. <laughs> I'm aware. 26 it's 6 p.m. somewhere. <laughs> Just to let you know, right here, right now. Thanks. I'm really glad you've done that. Playing the Dragonborn Rogue Sign Guy, we have Mark. I would like to say I brought it up five episodes ago you did. and you, you did. all dicked on me and um, we moved on and no one paid any attention. So actually in, there you go. Hi everyone. Fuck you. Let's kill us <laughs> a cat. Yep. I know. I just don't care. Playing the Hobgoblin with Ukabara, we have Danny. While we're doing parish notices. Okay. Can we just talk about how good job Darren is actually doing? Thanks, mate. Appreciate that. Fun. Can I have inspiration? No. <laughs> Playing the Longwater, we have our one-shot extraordinaire, Wilbot. Oh, I'll jump on the bandwagon. It's lovely to see Carl again. We've not seen him in person for a while. And I love the accent. Well done, Darren. Playing the goblin barbarian druid Kratz, we have Callum. Yeah, fuck that cat snake creature. I'm just going to kill it and eat it. Okay, but before we get into that, let's figure out how we got to this point and go to Epic VoiceOver Guy. Previously, on the Fellowship of the Tabletop, Kratz wandered around the city, having dreamt of a weird, shadowy city of Fatherkeep. There, he saw Miki and Edic, who he didn't actually know the names of, slowly succumb to the dangers of the shadows. Back in the city, Kratz wandered around and meets a firebolt in the Grove of Salem. There, interacting with the butterflies and other such creepy crawlies, he <laughs> had a few... Ladybirds, but sure. Yeah, well, I couldn't remember. Oh, I just went with it. Just, you know, fuck up, whatever. They're nice creatures. Um, they're nice scribblies. Kratz had a rather heartwarming moment. Perhaps... Touching a little element of the divine, who then disappeared. Rejoining the party, our party equipped themselves with everything they needed, raiding every single healing potion shop there was in the city and looting the room. 
reaching the waterfall, Skymar, in elf form, waits for the party, explaining that they need to defeat the evil machinations of Mershulk. Was that, yeah? Of Mershulk. That the evil form of Khaljeet wishes to bring forth. Khaljeet wishing to bring Mershulk into this world to take over Grazid's place. Drago and Ren had a deeply touching heart-to-heart in which Ren and Drago shared a moment of tenderness. The potions distributed, distributed amongst the party, our party emerged through the teleport at the base of Shadow Point Keep. Peak. Um, peak, sorry. The mighty mountain that mirrors Aerith's gift. And emerging from the snow, a bandaged messenger who the party had come to refer to as the Watcher. And then it was revealed that this creature was not no more, no one else but Khaljeet the Bastard, now in dickless snake form. <laughs> <laughs> He shed his dick. (laughs) (laughs) Can't shoot the dick. He's killing someone tonight. This is happening. (laughs) Can't shoot the dickless. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. That's all I've got. I'm going to end on that. Thanks. Do I get inspiration? I will allow you a moment. Absolutely not. I will allow you a moment. I will allow you all a moment to to regain your composure because what's actually coming up is quite serious. Drago, where we left him, had just expended a second level spell slot to cast Misty Step, expending his bonus action. And you watch as Drago disappears from the material plane momentarily. And then vroom reappears behind Carl Jeet. Yes! What do you want to do? Swing with... Big pardon? I'm counting this as like a surprise turn, and then we're going to roll initiative after this. So so go for it, Drago. Going to swing with uh, my great axe. So um, as as Drago did the forward momentum to Misty Step, he's grabbed his great axe, and then as he appears, it's just Drago, and uh, swings in to hit... Mm-hmm. Just at a kind of level uh, slice, at, uh, 14, the first strike. The first one, the tail just comes around and blocks this off. It misses. Uh, with a grunt of frustration, Drago regains composure and hits again. Yep, roll the hit. Oh, come on. No. Natural one. Oh. Okay. Oh, man. Yeah. You, you go to hit and all of a sudden Carl's head just darts round towards you and this this evil this evil that you've not seen since you banished Grisette from this material plane comes back towards you and it just just unnerves you and your axe swings wide. Can I ask everyone to roll initiative please? Ooh, donkey. Oh, Boys, it's oh, not you're going dying. well. You dying? Okay, okay. Danny's Danny, Danny's going first. <laughs> I can roll the twenty, didn't I, boy? Oh boy! Okay, twenty oh, plus. Boy. At twenty six. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do. <laughs> 
15 to 20. 15. Okay, thank you. 10 to 15. Uh, 13. 14 for Astrid. Five to ten. Yay! I got nine. Drago got six. Oh, man. Fucked it. I am insanely disappointed. Who shed their dick now? (laughs) (laughs) Dickless Drago. Okay. Um, I've always assumed. Force is still up. Um, Ukabara, you've just seen Drago materialise behind Carl Jeet. He swung and has had his first one parried. The second time, Carl's head has darted around and glared at him, and he's missed with the second swing as well. It's your turn. What do you want to do? You said the thing's still up. The wall of force is still up. Dispel, please. Okay, yep, sure. Go for it. What, what do I have to do with it? Just it's, That's what happens. Uh, if it's a spell of level three or lower, um, it instantly ends. Okay, and if let's it's, check what level it is. Bear if with it's me. Higher than that, then it's I a roll. fifth level evocation spell. Wall of Force. There you go. There you go. Fuck off, Will. This is the boss. Let Darren do it's it. It's a third level. Sorry. This is the bad guy. Let Darren do this one. It's a fifth level spell. I was going to get uh, the player's handbook and check anyway. So, ten plus the spell's level, so fifteen. I've got to mm-hmm. roll fifteen. So I can make an ability check using a spell casting ability, right? So I'm going to manually roll a dice here. Ah, nice. 21. It's dispelled. The wall dispels. And as that happens, Carl's head turns back towards you. Anything else for your turn? Yes, I'm going to move as like to demonstrate it's not there anymore. I'm going to shout, there's no wall! Okay. Yep, as you do that, it's now Carl's turn. Carl, um, Sorry, just you- um, if I'm moving in the direction of Carl... Uh, yep. directly how close do i get with my 30 feet of movement uh, i'm gonna say you can engage him if you wish to do so i'm gonna no. say you're all 20 feet away so <laughs> no you wish to engage uh, him i will time. just um be 10 feet away from him okay yep you step forward 10 paces thank actually, you actually sorry did drago misty step to the other side of him do i give drago advantage if i engage it you would drago would have had to have gone the other side because carl was pressed up to this wall the arrow that mcbenna shot literally was a sort of square for carl's eyes and then boom it just hit the wall Okay, then I will do that. So I will put myself in flanking for Drago. Okay. That's Thank my you. turn. Thank you. Uh, it's Carl's turn. You hear a voice, all of you, as it glances around, particularly at the Goblinkin, and goes, I enjoyed killing Mookie and that idiot, the squirrel, but I enjoyed killing those two goblins more. They were peaceful, harmless, and so very, very frightened, is what he's going to say to particularly try and rankle the goblin kin um with his turn his tail is just going to lash out towards drago that is a 14 to hit that misses okay um as that misses, he's then going to use his bonus action to use one of his warlock features, and he's going to summon this dark scimitar, and he's going to slash at Ukabara in front of him with his other. Was that a spell, attack. Darren? It's a. It's summoning a packed weapon, so no. Okay. Um, mercifully for you, he's not done very well at all on that. He's rolled an eight to hit. And that misses. Yeah, that misses as well. 
Um, so Carl has just taken his shot at both Ukabara and Drago and had absolutely botched it. But what he is then going to do with his final action is just going to just go, Marashulk, come forward to me. And he's going to just crack open the tome that you picked up from Father's Keep. And all of a sudden, it's as if you can almost feel something be sucked out of the air as something starts to happen. That's the end of Carl's turn. Sangar, you're up. You muted again. Okay. Right. How far away am I from um, this guy? You're all on the line, so you're all 20 feet away. This is great news. I'm going to slowly pull up the beetle mask, put it on over face, draw out Dengon's deception in the back of the neck, even though it was pulled out of the last episode and putting it back and pulling it out again, dramatic effect. <laughs> Um, swing over the sh- over the arm once or twice, kind of look over towards the rest of them, look to where Drago is, and then just start like like I'm thinking Achilles in Brad Pitt Troy style, kind of running towards straight towards this guy directly up, and he is going to go for one of the jump fucking Achilles step them um, with Dengon's deception, kind of aiming to get like in the clavicle down and in and hopefully kind of pierce through this this armor that he's uh he's got sango doesn't know if he can pierce mm-hmm. it or not so he's just gonna go for it yep so what you've got in front of you is ukabara you've then got carl drago is the other side of this and there appears to be these uh still two lifeless not well not lifeless but zombified figures stood either side of of, of carl who have done okay. nothing yet um but i assume you're going for carl uh, yes, though I'm going to retcon it slightly. Is I'm go- how tall is Ukabara? Uh, I'm eight. No, I'm not. Average size for a hobgoblin is around six feet, isn't it? Yes, I'm six feet. Cool. Go I'm that. going to leap over Ukabara and do my stab attack that way. Okay, yep. Yeah, you're going to have to roll acrobatics because he's six foot. That's 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 no mean feat of a jump. I mean, it's. It's an easy feat for a jump when D&D Beyond crashes. Oh, for fuck's sake. I'm just going to roll manually. Yeah, that's fine. Trust you. Oh, fuck, it's a natural one. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, um, you go to do this, and as that happens, Carl's eyes just turn to you, and almost as if there's something in the dice this evening, it just seems to completely put you off your stride, and you leap forwards, and all of a sudden you feel your grip on Dengan's deception start to go loose can you make a dexterity saving throw please don't stab ukabura please uh dexterity saving okay i'm good at those i'm good at those i'm good at those all right um 15 yeah all of a sudden you immediately have to go on the defensive you see this tail start to sliver its way around and you're able to just grab dengon's deception and bring it back to you you lost momentum but you still have the sword in your hand um, I'm going to say that that save because you rolled a natural one took your action, but you yep, are now ne- you are now with Ukabura. Um but you're able to compose yourself, and your father's still with you. The blade that you've been gifted is still with you. Whatever still, whatever darkness stilled your step, something has stilled your hand to keep the blade with you. Cool. Thank you. Okay. Great. Thank you, um, Astrid. You're up. Okay. 
couple of things are happening on Astrid's turn. First, he's going to quickly turn ahead to one side to Kratz and say, go for the throat. Then he is going to once more adopt the starry form that um, he's taken on several times before, so I won't go through the description. However, this is slightly different. Uh, what is going to happen is constellations and stars uh, basically are going to uh, pretty much ignite in his head and take on the form of what looks like like a dragon's skull, basically, mm-hmm. over his face as he's taking this starry form of the dragon. Um, looking at Sayangar and looking at Drago as well for inspiration. Um, and in front of him, did you say that there was someone with Carl? Did you say there were... Yes, there appears to be what appears to be as well, and what are behind him as well, are just this, this, this... You make out 20, what like pure blood Yuan-Ts, just some of them still misted in the snow. Two of them are next to Carl. Um, okay. I think... I think Astrid would go for Carl. Uh, so what he's going to do is he is going to basically pull the amulet off his neck and mm-hmm. with it in one hand, his mind's just going to cast back to the morning that they've just come from and flooding through his mind are the memories of his little brother, namely that final memory that cut him off um, from his little brother, this memory of something falling from the stars themselves and he channels that into a third level moonbeam. So okay. effectively what is going to happen is from the skies above this jet white light is just going to um, slam down from the sky. If anyone's ever played Gears of War, I'm thinking Hammer of Dawn style nice. weaponry uh, as it just blasts down with this radiant energy um, directly on top of Carl. It's only a five foot um, mm-hmm. cylinder so I don't I hope it wouldn't affect um, the guys that are kind of flanking him literally right on top of him um, It I don't think it does anything this turn because it says when a creature enters the spells area for the first mm-hmm. time on a turn oh wait oh, or starts its turn or there. starts its turn there. does that mean that it takes effect straight away it takes effect straight away mm-hmm. potentially okay uh, so uh, what it, what I need Carl to do is make a constitution saving throw Okay, he has magic resistance, so he gets advantage on all saving throws against okay. spells. That is constitution, did you say? Mm-hmm. 18. Yep, that's a pass. So it'll only take half of the radiant damage, which is 11 points of radiant damage. That's already been halved. Thank um, you. It says a shape changer makes it saving throw with disadvantage. I, I don't think he's a shape changer, but and I don't know what that whether that applies to him, but just in case it does. He is a shape changer. He is a shape changer. Well, yes, okay, I will retract. So... I'm going to re-roll that because I rolled two dice. One was a 18, one was a 9. So he rolls an actual 20. I'm sorry. Okay, yeah. No, no, that's absolutely fine. So the 11 um, still sticks of, of radiant damage. Uh, and that is, you can see um, Astrid is kind of, uh, once again, these, this... this dragon skull of stars that's over his head is kind of piercing, blinding white light as this kind of moonbeam comes down from above. That's uh, He's not going to move. That's that's what he's going to do. Okay. 
Fab, thank you. Yeah, all of a sudden, Carl seems to, uh, his eyes have just darted around constantly around you, just blinded by the first time as this thing pierces the sky and just takes straight towards Carl with a beeline. Uh, in this moment of distraction, the next person to, to, to quick draw is McBenner, as you see Carl flinch for the first time. McBenner, you're up. Um, do you say there are other UNT behind? Two to the flank of him, and there appear to be some others as well. The UNT haven't moved yet. Okay. Apart, and, they, they've been stood next to Carl this whole time, and there's, third, there's, there's some that appear to be another five feet back on Drago. Um, oh, so quite close. motionless. Yes, just okay. motionless. But motionless, okay. Up to um, 20 of them, but completely motionless. They've done nothing yet. And has the, has the, the, the blizzard that was here lifted? After a fashion, you can make out the foot of the mountain. You can make out the figures around you. Um, so, I mean, my, my question would be: if I moved thirty-five feet backwards, yeah, I'm you not would disappear lose. into the you would well, you would disappear into the mists as well, and you would probably lose sight on Drago and the creatures behind him. But I could still see Kaljeet. Yes. Cool. Okay, so I'm going to be a little bit obscured. That's fine. Um, what I'm going to do then is I'm going to, having done that. I will then shoot. I will then use my bonus action to cast Hunter's Mark on Kaljeet, mm-hmm. uh, standard, and then I will attack him. Okay, yep. Yeah. Uh, first roll is a 23 to hit. That hits. Roll damage. Uh, first set, that's really rubbish. It's, it's, it's seven points of uh, magical piercing damage. Lovely, thank you. Um, it's going to appear for you what the Yuan are here for at this point. They have had a turn and they've held an action, and they're going to use the they're going to use the action that I've given them as sacrifice. And what happens is, is as this arrow takes towards Carl, one of these Yuan Tia stood next to him just leaps in front of this arrow. <laughs> And takes it and kills themselves. These UNT, you now, McBenner, realise they're here literally just to just to protect Carl with their lives, and it literally has just leapt in front of this arrow. This UNT. You say there's twenty of them. There's, there's, there's now a few more further back on you, Drago. It's almost like there were two next to Carl that were like his immediate bodyguards, and mm. then there are others. As you glance around, seeing this, yeah, that they're not here to attack. They, they're motionless. They're literally here to to lemming for Carl is what looks to be what's happening with these UNT. Okay. This one um, throws itself into this arrow. Seeing that happen, I'm going to use my uh, horde breaker um, uh, sort of feature to use my extra attack I get with that one attack, which isn't my second attack, to (laughs) shoot the other bodyguard that's to the right of Carl Sheet. Nice. Smart. Yes. That's a 25 to hit. Yep, hits. And that one takes eight points of magical piercing damage. Yep. <laughs> the other one also is dead, and Carl is all of a sudden exposed. Cool, and then I'm going to use my second attack to reattack Carl. Go for it. So 15 to hit. Hits. Meets and beats. Cool.
Uh, that's 10 points of magical piercing damage. Yeah, Carl, watch, Carl's eyes dart as you all of a sudden just cleverly, quickly and instinctively shoot the other one. And within a flicker of, an, a, flicker of a moment, the other arrow just pings into Carl's um, uh, almost like cobra-like kind of midriff. Thank you. Anything else for your turn? Uh, no, that would be the end of my turn. Okay, yeah. As you do that, all of a sudden you hear this this voice glancing around into the snow looking for you, going, Where are you hiding, McBurner? Where have you gone? Oh, you should have brought me the teleporter. I'd have been straight back in Dash Gallery. Now, now instead I'm going to mount your head on my scimitar and take it back to the Rainier. Like the Oathbreaker you are, is what he's going to shout out over the, the, the coming the coming turns. Um, it is now, it is now Kratz's turn. You've just, you can now all of a sudden, you're, you're watching this snake-like creature go on a rant at McBenner, who's just disappeared into the, the snowy shadows. Yep. Um, what's happened with McBenner is fair enough, but he remembers um, what Ashley had said and said, like, go for the throat um, advice. Um, he's going to turn to Snake Jeet. Um, and he's just going to kind of whisper himself, I know you're with me, brother. And he's going to start moving towards him. Um, and as he does, he's going to use his action to start morphing his body into the um, very familiar brown bear shape. So he starts to grow in height, fur starts to cover his entire body, and big paws and claws start to appear. And just as it gets close, right in front of him, he's going to roar and rage into his face um, as well. What happens, however, this time when he roars is something a little bit different. So as this roar kind of echoes throughout these snowdrifts, you start to everybody will start to see just little um, specks of light kind of begin to fly around uh, Kratz and around all of my allies as well. And as you take note of them, they very quickly start to swarm and gather on the floor. And as they fly past, you kind of notice the tiny little insects. Uh, they're taking this kind of form. And as they gather on the ground, two figures seem to emerge from these swarms of light that have pulled on the ground themselves. One, um, you some of you will recognize as a rather small gnome in... Um, very simple clothes that just seems to be slightly moving around on this light swarm of mosquitoes and then another form at the other side of Kratz, um, a rather huge muscular man that seems to be wearing a suit and a bowler hat uh, takes shape. And you just hear kind of echoing on the wind. Ooh, a barbarian. I am not a barbarian. And for Drago, McBenner, um, you recognize the figures of Edic and Miki who have joined uh, Kratz uh, at either side of him. Um, when I rage, I invoke my ancestral guardian perk now, um, which t- will take effect when I start to attack, which unfortunately I can't do on this turn, so I'll tell you what happens when it goes into play. And that yeah, is it- all I can do. It becomes very clear that something has happened to Kratz. Yeah, it's amazing, isn't it? As this this thing starts to manifest, you can see this 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 kind of spectral form, and it's 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 uncanny. It is definitely the the spiritual forms of Eric and Miki that have joined you at this 
hour. I really, really love the idea as well, and I want a spin-off where Callum's is crap to have like a like a, 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 a campaign where he's like Venom, only his spirit is just Mike Hurley's uh, <laughs> d- um, edit. <laughs> Let's go over there. Okay. Um, what is um, Anyway, um, as this happens, Drago, you, you see these figures who were lost return. Uh, a host of things have happened since you misty-stepped, as you now pick up and regain your composure and enter the fray yourself. What are you doing? Um, I've done something similar before, so Drago would know this, but Ian's forgotten. These Yuan-T, are they fiends? They're monstrosities. Never mind then. Uh, Drago's aware of the presence behind him, so he's just going to just peer over his shoulder. How, like, give me a volume of the amount behind me here. Okay, yep. Do you want to make a free action perception check because the blizzard is still quite strong? Just in terms of visual, like... Um, yeah um you can immediately shit. see there's nine. at least another f- nine yeah you can at least see there is another six um they're completely uh unarmored they look weak they look malnourished they look like everything that they've put into getting uh them here has gone to carl and at this point they are still completely motionless despite everything that's happened um you have seen the two who were stood next to carl only blink and flinch when carl was in danger that's what they're there for, that they're literally yeah. stood there motionless at the minute. If you think that the best analogy I can give is um, when the uh, Night King attacks Winterfell and he just has a, a, a flurry of White Walkers that he can just send to run at things to to, to just basically sacrifice and weak things and weaken things. They're, they're completely motionless. I mean, instead of attacking things, they're, 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 their MO seems to be to protect Carl. Okay. Uh, almost like there's something watching Drago. It just <laughs> feels this ghostly presence. He's going to shake his head and uh, readjust to Carl Jeet in front of him and swing down with the great axe. Um, uh, great axe over the top of the head, just straight down in a south direction uh, yep. for a, a thirteen to hit. Can I use my, my reaction on that, please. Um, yes, to pump in my wheel, my cosmic omen. Uh, that I got, so you can roll another d6 and add oh. it to your attack roll. Oh, that is awesome! Fucking you need to roll a two. Way. You need to roll a two or higher to to make the four. Yeah, you've done it. Yep. Okay. All of a sudden, uh, the spirits that that Astrid seems to have summoned, this white moonbeam, just seems to glisten as it catches your blade, and it just seems to dart Carl's eyes. His eyes were coming back round to you and where it looked like he was about to parry you once more, there's an opening. Roll damage. Oh, that is awesome. And as uh, Drago feels the kind of extra help, um, he's going to pump his own. He's going to join uh, his own faith towards this extra power and uh, smash in a smite on, on top of this. <laughs> Go for it. First or uh, second def- level? Define smite at first level. Yep. Mm-hmm. Just do normal damage first. So that's eight points of magical slashing damage. Yep. And then 2d8 extra radiant. 
nine points of radiant damage. Okay, nice. Yeah, you're able to just crash into Carl and uh, as, as just as the sparks of Akiva's of, of Akiva's um, power and will flicker in this blade as you smite forth his own vengeance on this darkness. Carl recoils and lets out this disgusting. Nice, that. nice. Yeah, because Drago is just peering at him just to know if the extra extra damage. Uh, did yeah, it, yeah. Uh, can I go for my second <laughs> attack? Cyan guards bouncing to say something. No, it's okay. Do that attack. Okay, cool. So um, as the the axe is is down in the ground in the south, he's going to just crunch it back up into the north for uh, a second attack. For a crit, twenty eight in total. Yes, there we go. Where's Dangle's deception? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> funny you had Dangle's deception, brother. Quick, guy. chuck me the sword. Well, yeah, what am I doing guy. for crits here? Crits, it's double damage. So if you add a smite, it's double the damage. If you don't, so yeah, it's double damage. It's double double the slashing Just damage. And then if you add a smite, you double that as well. Uh, well, I am going to pump a smite. Uh, so that's <laughs> 20 points of slashing damage. Oh, fuck. Is that already doubled? Jesus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that is doubled. Yeah. yeah. Just making sure. <laughs> And I'm going to pump this at second level. Mm-hmm. Let's fucking do it. Let's just do it. Let's just do it. Uh, so it's 3d8. Okay. Come on. 3d8. 24 points of <laughs> radiant damage on that motherfucker. <laughs> Yeah, this time what you do is is that you notice the back end of the tail and this rattle like a rattlesnake, you see it. And it just seems to just pull this almost like rage-like fury that you've not felt for ages. And as the axe goes up, Akiva's light shines into it once more. This time it's blinding. It's kind of like when Thor holds that Stormbreaker. As this, this, this whatever uh, storm manifests as Akiva reaches down to the material plane. You bring this down on the back of the tail and cleave straight through the rattler as that all of a sudden starts to emitimate in pain and rattles. And this black pus pulls out the back of Carl. This time there's another, and you feel, you feel the pain. You feel the pain. <laughs> so do I. <laughs> I think I felt the pain too. Huge. <laughs> the twice dickless. <laughs> right. Sentinel attack. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. bu- bunging on another attack as a reaction um, to that like show of force, and I'm going to roll. Uh, I guess get an attack. Did Carl um, attack? Go for it. No, no. Sentinel no. attack. Any creature. And it, when, a, when a creature within five feet of you makes an attack against a target oh, other than be, you, so it can be so it can friend. be a friend doing it as well. That's amazing. I never knew that. I thought it was foe only, but yeah, for sure, sounds good. Sick. You sure? I, just I said thought it was foe only, but I might uh, be wrong. Mark, Mark's reading right. front of you. Yeah, when a, okay, when a yeah. creature cool. within five feet of you make an attack, go for um, it. It's amazing. Uh, nineteen. Nineteen. No, nineteen. Uh, Twenty-one. Unnatural. Twenty-one. Yeah. Roll the hit. Shit, um, I am in front of uh, the snake and therefore behind Drago. Do I get um, sneak attack? Yeah, yeah, you're flanking. You're flanking. Oh, fuck yeah. Right, I've got Dengon's Deception. So uh, my D&D Beyond isn't working, so I'm just going to have to manually roll this. For... 
So it's eight points of magical slashing damage with Dengon's Deception. Yep. And then the sneak attack on top of that gives me... I mean, it's crashing, so I'm just going to roll it naturally. Three. Fuck. Uh, five. Five points of uh, sneak attack damage on top of that. Okay, yep. Thank you. And I just get that little attack in. I, I like to think I stab where, down the cut that he makes mm-hmm. of yep. the tail being cut off. It stabs down there. Stab, stab, stab. Yeah, you see that, and you're able to thrust in as well, and all of a sudden another... <clears throat> as Carl lets out this... this, this, this a glottal of, of this just, just disgusting noise. Um, brutal. brutal. Okay. It's the Yuan Ti's turn. Brothers of Destruction there. That was... Yes. Two, two more you. just rush to Carl's side. Uh, they're not going to move out of Drago's. In fact, no, one of them will have to. One of them's going to have to move out of Drago's uh, range. So, Drago, you can use your reaction to cleave this Yuan Ti that's running forward, should you wish to do so. One of them you won't get. There's two of them moving forwards. But they're coming forward to basically do what the first two did. They're coming to Carl Vade. Uh Yeah, I'll, I will I will slap an attack into anything that moves next to me. Yep. Um, roll yeah. roll to hit for your reaction. Sorry, just while that's happening, uh Will, you totally got that right. I've um I didn't read the last bit of it. It's gotta be the attacking creature. So yeah, you've got to yeah, you're you're because you're using a reaction to attack the attacking creature. So technically, uh, if, you're using, to... if you're using Sentinel, it would attack yeah. Drago, not... I got the first thing. half of the reading right, but just didn't read the last bit against the attacking creature, which is the problem. Okay, I'm going to say for expediency, because it was because it's happened, oh. I'm going to rule that we'll do... That uh, Guard misses a turn. Cool. Because um, yeah. then you've done the attack, and you've done the sneak attack, okay? Sure, thanks. But I'll give you back your reaction, so you can use Sentinel again. But that's just going to that's just going to fill your turn. <clears throat> cool. Uh, 27 to hit that little bugger. Yeah, as you cleave off the tail, you immediately just turn and with one smooth action over your shoulder and just cleave straight into this creature. Roll damage. 13 points of slashing damage. Yeah, this one you just literally, it's not even a headshot. You you go across the shoulders and just cleave it in half across there, going through bone, going through its spine, whatever remains of this creature. And it just... Its actual body continues to move forwards because of its momentum, but it is but its top half just falls backwards as you completely cleave it in half. Drago's starting to lose himself in the battle it, like he used to, and just um, try and dull all senses and all sense of worry and fatigue, and just be in the moment doing the mission. Ah, oh, yes. And as you do that, you're glancing back over your shoulder, and you hear this. And all of a sudden, the mountain just creaks open. And what you see is this giant, gargantuan, colossal, skeletal, snake-like creature emerge and just unleash, without moving its mouth, a scream that you all hear in your eyes. It's a bursting, screeching scream. I need everyone to make a constitution saving throw. As Merish Anyone that's in appears. 10 feet of me, add plus two to save and throw from nice. my aura of protection. That's Ukabura, that's Kratz, that's Syngar. You say constitution? Yes. Okay, plus three, did you say? Plus two. Plus, plus two. two. Plus two. 
So as uh, the amulet pulses red, as this screech happens, this amulet pulses red, and there's this kind of red effect that just bursts out that hits 10 feet from around Drago. Yep, so Ukabara Sangar and Kratz benefits from that. Um, I'm going to go around from the top of my screen. Kratz, what did you roll? 18. That's a pass. Sangar? 13. Okay, yep, that pass is just that that's a meat and beat so you now know what you're dealing with here what did you roll drago 19 pass mcbenna uh six you are stunned and Oops. miss a turn astrid 16 pass ukubara 20 pass so unfortunately it's only you mcbenna who back in the back of this just hears this and unfortunately it's a time when you just age fails you (laughs) it fails you unfortunately and your body which has been empowered by ren in the past it just it can't handle this screech and you are stunned and will miss a turn um that is the first part of merishalok's go with its second attack, it's going to, or in fact, it can't. It has to use that. Well, it uses that, it can't use its attack, but it's going to just wheel forwards and come level with Drago as Merishulk enters the field. There's a creature, there's an example of what Merishulk looks like. Oh. Anyone's uh, listening? It looks like the basilisk after it turned to bones in the Harry mm. Potter series. Very nice, very nice. Something else happens, though. You notice all the one t including the two near Carl, just drop dead. Immediately drop dead. And you see this like ethereal kind of like spiritual darkness, purples and blacks, is starting to just dissipate from them and enter Merishalok. Spell magic. I mean, can't spell. Not, it's not a spell. I mean, this it's... Is the... <sighs> Shed skin. I'll let you keep the Can spell, but this is this is not a spell. This is this is effectively something bigger than that. This is something spiritual as Merishalok's spirit begins to return to its body. However, they're no longer protecting Carl. There is something more worthy of their protection, and they immediately give their life and fall dead. It is the top of the round, Ukabur, it's your turn. Okay, so I had spent the whole round planning to deal with all of the UNT that were just there waiting to be <laughs> oh, to no. bullet stoppers, and now that's changed. So, um, positionally, okay, uh, me and um, Sainga are one side of of um, Carl. Drago is the other side. They're like face to face engaging, and then past Drago. That's is now where... Drago is now flanked by Merishalok and Carl. What sort of size is is Meryl Streep? Gargantuan. <laughs> Gargantuan. Meryl Bigger Street. than large. Bigger than large. Okay. 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 Cool. Right. So here's what I'm going to do. Uh, I'm going to walk sort of around Carl Jeet. Um. Not leave his his uh, yep. reach, and you I'm going to be sort of, with Drago without. Yeah, I'm going to be side reach. by side with Drago, but I'm <clears> going <throat> to continue facing behind Drago, <clears> and <throat> I'm just going to say to Drago, "Don't turn around." <laughs> <laughs> Cover your ear if you can, uh, and I'm going to pull out uh, from one of my pouches a piece of fur, another pouch a piece of amber, and uh, smash it into uh, sort of uh, a a. a 
uh, uh, into between two palms, and then I'm just going to let out this almighty lightning bolt at um, Meryl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, can Meryl Streep make a deck save, please? Fourteen. Nice. Full damage. I got you, Streepy. Um. <laughs> 100 foot long. Okay, so it's 100 foot long as well. So if anything past it is bad in a five foot like line, that also gets hit by this lightning bolt. Um, and it ignites all flammable objects. Nice. Yep. Otherwise, I'm doing the roll now. One second. That's a lot of D6s. Eight D6. Ooh, baby. Ouch, baby. Oh, 28. Points of light. Yes. That's right. <laughs> yeah. It just passes through this creature. Um, and you watch as the electricity starts to just uh, move around and, uh, and, and starts to swell around this creature. You see the static come off it from your attack. Um, is that the end of your turn? <clears throat> end of my turn. But I'm just going to just look on over my onto my right shoulder directly into Drago. Fear in my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> okay i'm a frontlining wizard carl's turn carl is going to lash out with his tail towards ukabura because of the damage you've just done to mira Sherlock. Uh, that's a 19 to hit shield okay Vroom. the shield comes up <clears throat> the tail what happens when you cast shield uh my ac goes up by five for the round Yep, okay, yep, boom. You're able to block off this tail. I just want to grapple someone with his tail. Um, not yep, today, Zerg. Not, not today, he doesn't. Um, and with that then, what he's going to do as well is then seeing that back off and flick off that, he's going to take his scimitars, which he takes two attacks with, is going to, with one, thrust towards Drago, and with the other, thrust towards Syngar. Okay, it's a 20 not natural to hit Drago. Yeah, that hits. And it's a 16 to hit Syngar. Yeah, that hits as well. This is going to suck. Mm-hmm. You could sentinel Drago's hit, though. Eight points of damage to Drago. Slashing. Mm-hmm. Five points of slashing damage to Syngar. And... I miss Rage. Mm-hmm. And nine points of poison damage to Syngar. Oh. And five points of poison damage to Drago. I'm going I've to Sentinel a... attack. I've got Sorry. immune to disease. It's, it's not, not disease, same. it's poison. Disease. <clears throat> How much was that? Five to me? Yeah. What's poison do? Can someone remind? Because you're it's not good. poisoned. It's just a damage type. It's just different between poisoned. It's like bio. Thank you. Fuck, that sucks. Yeah, I will, um, I, will, I, will, I will sentinel attack off the back of that. That's all right. Yeah. Mm, Darren, um, that's going to be not particularly good. That's 10 against Tazama. Yeah, okay. Um, that's going to miss. And I'm really yeah. sorry because it's, he, he would do it. Once mm-hmm. the first time that he hits, he can also deal necrotic damage, which would have been Drago. So he's nope. also going to deal necrotic damage to Drago. On top of the poison and yeah. slashing. Oh, yeah. shit. Sorry. <laughs> it's a shit sandwich. Ten points, the in the, 
10 points of necrotic damage. Fuck. Um, Whoa. Carl started his turn there. Does he get the moonbeam damage? Yes. Yep. Can you make another con save? Does it, doesn't do it advantage because he's a shape changer, but he does roll a 18. Yep, that passes, takes 10 points of radiant. That's a <laughs> sexy radiant spell. damage shoots Carl. Yep. Okay, got it. Just need to find where I put Carl's hit points. So there. Brilliant. Thank you. Just start recording the hit point damage now, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I've been recording it since the start. I, I can give you complete transparency on that one. <laughs> um, cool. It is. The end of Carl's turn. Sayangar, you're up. You've just watched as this, if you've been hit and then this ferocious damage comes to you. But we did say you'd miss a turn, didn't we? We did, yeah. Did. So I'm, okay, I'll, I'll consider my sentinel attack, the reaction sentinel attack yeah. I did was. So you've done your reaction, did. you've had your turn, yeah. right? Sayangar's yeah, done. done. Astrid, it's your turn. Okay, so still kind of with one hand up almost to the heavens, uh, concentrating on this moonbeam coming down. Uh, seeing all the shit that's going on, seeing the big boy behind as well. Uh, he's going to just spunk off a uh, guiding bolt at the new big creature coming in. Yeah, um, roll to hit. Does he have to spunk it off? He though? doesn't have to at all. Uh, it's an 11 to hit. Misses. No, that's absolutely fine. Uh, and he can't do anything else, I don't think. So okay, I will, yeah. yeah, I'll maintain uh, and just stay there concentrating on that moonbeam. Thank you. Uh, the stunned McBenner, unfortunately, misses the turn. It is Kratz's turn. Okay, simple for me. I've still got the uh, ethereal edict of Miki by my side. Um, I'm going to lunge at uh, Carl, the snake cat bastard, and just a couple of quick claws. I'm going to try and swipe um, just over his snake-like belly. Mm-hmm. Can on I... your belly. Like a snake. Um, is there a place where I can put myself into position to flank and have advantage on the roll? Are you a, yeah, are you you a need to go di- You'd need to go directly... You'd need to go uh, directly... On. You, can, you can get round so you're directly on an angle with um, Ukubara. Yeah, Drago and Sangar on the other angle. They're opposite, so that's fine. I can mm-hmm. go opposite Ukabura then. Mm-hmm. Uh, Twenty not natural. Yeah, uh, hits for my claw attack, mm-hmm. which is uh, eleven points of slashing damage. Does it count as magical? No. Okay. <laughs> Unfortunately, not. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what you. All will notice as well, these little um, like mosquito lights just start swarming round Kaljeet uh, at this stage. And then I'm going to follow in with my bite attack and just try to, again, go straight in for the soft underbelly because mm-hmm. he's quite high on the throat uh, in my bear form. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so that's uh, 25 to hit. Yeah, hits. Well, that that weren't too bad, actually. Seven points of non-magical piercing damage um, from my bear teeth. Um, Now I have attacked um, my ancestral guardians. Basically, if Carl G attacked anybody other than me, he does so with disadvantage. Mm -hmm. And anybody else who he does actually is able to hit, that's not me, 
has resistance to the attack as well. So whatever type of damage, it's just plain resistance to it. So where the fuck was this a little time ago? <laughs> I, 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 uh, I have, uh, I really okay. wanted to go early and I didn't roll well on the initiative. Oh, this would have been so that. much better. But you um, have, yeah, yeah, yeah this, is, this is a good effect to be deploying right now. Yeah, I'm trading it. Okay. So you have like Miki and Edict just trying to block the damage that you guys take and mosquitoes causing uh, Kalji to be distracted okay. when he attacks. Okay, Kyle seeing these bugs is just going to just 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 notice them whirling around. And you can see Kyle now he was very confident. Going, I watched you die. I watched you die, you little fuck. As he just in disbelief, just can't believe that Miki's bugs, who he particularly screwed over, Miki, are, are, are back to to, to 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 haunt him, literally. Um it is Merishok's turn. And Merishalk is going to inhale this lightning and is going to spit directly back through Ukubara, importantly through Carl and through Kratz, a lightning bolt of his own. Ah, uh, shit. I need Ukubara, Kratz, and, um, and Carl to make a, de- uh, to make a dexterity saving throw. But I need to make one as well. No, no it's straight it's line. It's a line. Oh, it's a line. line. Gotcha. So it's yeah. going. So it's missing Drago. It's missing Sangar. But it's hitting Kratz. It's hitting Ukabara, and It's hitting Carl. Okay. Uh, uh, amulet's pulsed again. So anyone within oh, ten foot plus two. Uh, I assume that. I assume. I assume you can pick who gets that rather than. Nope. It's anyone. I can't pick. It's anyone within. I can have as many as we could all crowd around me and hold on to me. If you're in ten <laughs> foot, you're all good. Okay, Carl's good. Carl's going to take that as well, then. Do me to just double check that that's Does not ally? Might be yeah, yeah, I think it's ally. I think it's ally. I don't think you inadvertently help a villain. He's rolled quite is this, well. Um, is this aura of protection? Oh, all friendly creatures. Sorry. Yes, it's whenever you're a friendly creature. You grant all friendly creatures, including myself, within 10 foot, a bonus tool saying so. So I thought said so that. Might be. I need to hear these rolls before I decide if I'm going to jump in. Okay. Okay. I've rolled the damage, but I need to know the saves first. Um, Carl has rolled a 20. Ukubara? 17. Pass. Kratz? 15. Reaction for Kratz. Uh, add a d6. <sighs> You're a legend. You need a two to to pass the save. I rolled a mighty six. Okay, you all pass. Jungus, take. You all take twenty-eight points of lightning damage, halved. So that's going to be (laughs) fourteen. I thought halved that. Everyone takes fourteen points of lightning, but something happens at that point. The snake form of Carl just rips open and spits out this tabaxi as it falls limp, and Carl just falls onto the floor as this feeble, pathetic tabaxi. Um, all of a sudden, his confidence and 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 fury gone, and he's just saying, "I'm serving you. I've chosen to serve you. Don't do this to me!" As he screams back towards this creature, and then all of a sudden, you notice that something starts to happen to Carl as this purple-black pulse starts to pull out of him. No! No! And starts to be drawn into this creature. 
of Merishulk. That is the end of Merishulk's turn. You now have this snake-like skin that's fallen to the floor. Carl is just knelt in front of it and is now weak and is just having his spirit pulled towards this creature. It is Drago's turn. Uh, I, I got a, a science question, please, teacher. Mm-hmm. So given to what we know about the story and the whole um, mm-hmm. raising Meryl Street back from the dead and imparting the soul, <laughs> when we see the... When we see the black purple uh, ethereal globule come out of Carl, is that uh, am I, is Drago seeing this and is led to believe like if that connects with Meryl Streep, that becomes the big big bad that there's no turning back from. Yeah. So these these purple pulses are still just pouring into this creature. You were told that it would return to full form, and what you can now see happening is that around this skeleton, not fully formed yet dark black scales are starting to form but is this particular Carl Jeet one bigger than the rest is there any reason to be more scale like it, it yes. what I'm trying to say yes. is this Carl's the only one still like alive. the final piece yes Carl's, it's Carl's still alive and it begins to suck at him the rest have all dropped dead so there's, there's clearly something bigger happening here is the book still like you know when it was ripped open to be casting? Is the book still hovering in the air? No, you don't. Know okay, what just, with the, yeah, you can't. I, I was just checking whether there's a big glowing no, book that we have to like no, hit no, hit that first. Okay, cool. No, it's not. So Drago believes that if this big globule connects with the snake, that's the deed done. Shit is here in full full material form. I just want to make that completely abundantly clear. Yes, that, that's your understanding of it. And w- But what you can see with your eyes is that this is still in skeletal form, but slowly these black scales are starting to appear around its body. I'm just trying to figure out if Drago thinks if this thing connects, that's it done. Like, I know you're saying that other things are connecting to it. Like, if this big thing connects, has this still got some time before the scales come up? You don't know. You, you can see that the scales aren't fully formed yet and they're still forming, but what this means is beyond you. you, you yeah, that's what you've got. The dilemma you're having is the dilemma that Drago is probably having as well. Ugh. I hate this. I hate this so much. <laughs> um, mm, okay, going along that, and I needed to fucking ask these questions. Yep. Uh so it's my turn, yeah? Drago's yeah, turn. Yeah, it's your turn. Is there any sense that if I walk and accept this gob, this big black thing, that mm. I could keep it from attaching itself to the snake? What, the stuff that's coming out of Carl? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, do you want to make an investigation check as you glance around at what's happening? Because I know this thing. This is this is uh, essence of Grazat, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is something that's tried to connect to Drago before mm-hmm. a yeah. corrupting <clears throat> influence. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Got fifteen. Fifteen. Yeah, yeah. You glanced at this, and what you can sense as you immediately do that is that you can feel the evil pouring off this. This is it in its spiritual form. You, you, as you look at Carl, who now looks decisively frightened, that 
this thing hasn't finished yet. If it was finished, it wouldn't be needing to still literally rip the life essence out of Carl, is what you've just been able to discern from that. Sorry, can you repeat exactly what you just said? Yes. So as you glance at this and you think, is this thing done? This is this is effectively what you've seen before. This is the essence of a great. You're convinced of that. Whatever this darkness is, it's all linked. It's all hereditary. But Carl's still alive and he looks terrified now. And the fact that this thing is still hurting him and still having to draw this thing, draw this from him, means it's not finished yet. Is what I think. Okay. Affirm from that. Okay. Cool. 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 All right. Not finished yet. Is that all right? Mm-hmm. All right. All right. So Drago is going to turn around and face the Meryl Streep, um, and No, he's not. He's going to turn and face the the corrupting influence, and he's going to grasp his amulet, and he's going to just fight divine with the corruption, and he's going to reach out to Akiva and try and make a connection and say, "How do I get rid of this?" I mean, <laughs> that's 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 my whole go. The I grasp the amulet like some sort of like I need to know how. This is Grazette in in this corrupt mm-hmm. form, mm-hmm. and Drago needs to have a word with Akiva just to go. Do you want me to absorb it? Is that how we're dealing with this? And so he's going for the the divine power. Is there anything you want from me to do this? No, this is big. You understand where I'm coming from? I do. And the voice comes back and says, "Kill the body." Shut down the darkness. Okay. And I assume by body, he's not talking about the weeping mess that is Carl Sheik. He's talking about you the big pretty, snake. Akiva's never been one for picking off defeated targets, no matter how awesome. cool they are. Okay. With uh, with a bit more resolve and a steely glance in his eyes, he's just going to turn around and uh, and say to everyone, this is our chance. We need to kill that thing. And quickly. Okay, thank you. My go. No, thank okay. you for going with that. No, you're more than welcome. <laughs> Uka Burr, it's your turn. It's serious shit. It's serious shit. Mm-hmm. Um, remind me the size of this creature. Gargantuan. Mm-hmm. So, sorry. Um, how much space does it actually take up on a? Could I get to the other side of it in one turn? Yes. Without dashing. Yes. Okay. I'm going to do that. So I'm going to move myself behind big creature. You'll have to use all your movement, That's but fine. it will get you I there. don't want to go anywhere else. That's <laughs> fine. Yeah. Um, so I'm now in a advantageous position for Drago. You are. Mm-hmm. Cool. Whilst walking there, uh, I'm going to cast Shatter on it as I walk past. Just sort of <laughs> doing like a... <sighs> you know... You know, in Fantastic Beasts, where they start doing that dance when there's those little lobster creatures um, in the the place where they I'm with you. They're going to get his brother Third back field. or something. Yeah. That's it. That's it. That's it. Uh, basically, he's very Ugabur is really sheepishly sort of sidestepping around the big beastie, and then causing a massive drop of thunder to hurt him really hard. 
Okay, yep. Yeah. Roll damage. What do I have uh, to do? Con save, please. That's a fail. That's a six. He's going to take all of this dummy damage. Four. Uh, not four. Uh, 13 points of thunder damage. Yep. Wow, wow, wow. Thunder. If, ah, I don't know if this is the case, but because it already failed, if it was made of inorganic material, it rolls at disadvantage. Okay. Um, what does inorganic mean? Stone, crystal, or metal. Stone, yeah. crystal, or metal. No, it's anything it's that's not organic. No, it's organic. Okay. Uh, that's my turn. So I just put myself in, in a good position for someone else, and I made some thundery stuff. Okay, thank you. Um, it is Carl's turn. Um, Carl is going to just start to crawl away. Uh, back past Syngar, back past Kratz. And he's just going to trigger attacks opportunity. If you want to take them, he is just crawling and it's almost like he is like a whipped dog starting to try and flee for his life. Oh, Kratz is going to take a swipe at him. Okay, yeah. Roll to hit. Do you want Syngar's sentinel attacks? Would that not stop I've said Syngar can take an attack of opportunity if he wishes. I think I've used my reaction. Ah, yes, you have until your next turn. Yes, sorry. Yes, yes. so yes, you have. Uh, So it's only Kratz that can. Uh, 14 to hit. Um, Misses as you... um, Oh, he's prone. He's technically prone. Roll again. Oh, okay. Um... Better than 14. Oh, crit! Hey. 26 okay, yep. hits. <laughs> yep, roll to hit. Every cat has its day. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so 13 points of damage, and then obviously double it for the crit, so 26 points of uh, slashing damage. Okay. Okay. Carl continues to crawl, <laughs> but what you do is, is you claw through, and this Gaping back, uh, gaping uh, wound comes down Carl's back, and he's now just literally pulling himself on the ground in the direction. I like to think that this like opportunity attack mm-hmm. is crawled away. He's literally the mm-hmm. bear claws just slowly sinking in to the back mm-hmm. and slowly being dragged along, yeah. almost with pure vengeance in his mind at this point. It's what not a quick attack. This is a slow, mm-hmm. painful type of uh, opportunity attack. Yep. Thank you. Um, and at the end of his turn, he's going to go make 15 feet and just rise to his feet, glancing into the wilderness, looking for for something, for anything. Um, McBenner, you shake off. In fact, no, it's not McBenner's turn. I beg your pardon. It is um, Syngar's turn. I'm going to run up to Merol Shog. Yeah. And attack it. I'm going to just size off against it. I know I've heard what Drago's just said. We got to take this fucker down. Uh-huh. He was looking at this creature, and um, and uh, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go for it. Yep, I'm you got advantage. Try and hit, try and hit uh-huh. this thing. I've got advantage. Yeah, because I put myself in flanking. Oh, of course you have. You absolute legend. Thank you kindly for that. All right. Uh, let's roll to see what we get. Oh, natural 20. Yeah. 
Natural fucking twenty. Okay. Oh, Duncan. Angon's deception one. flashes as you take in your brother's in instruction. The blade glistens, and Drago notices the glistening in the blade that happens when he hits things with the fuel fury of this blade. If you wish, you can expend charges from this to 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 do particularly dangerous. Got to do con saves and all sorts. Though, don't forget. No, they've changed. No, it's it's, different. It's made, it's, changed it's made it better. So, firstly, the damage just for the original crit is uh, sixteen points of magical slashing damage against the creature. How much? Um, sixteen. Yeah. I'm then going to expend all three charges, which is an option you even put in parentheses, saying I'm going it's to regret me. this when you crit to roll um, max damage. <laughs> which means yeah. I get to roll max damage for the sneak attack. Which oh. means I get three d six at full damage, which is yes. eighteen points of slashing damage for that mm-hmm. as well. Okay. Oh. Um, so you've rolled how much damage total? Don't know. 36 <laughs> points of slashing damage. I can math. What yeah. I think happens is that he... he Fuck, I don't even know how you'd attack something this big. I like to think he's like a little gnat, and he's just going... <laughs> into the side of this creature, like multi-stab, stab, 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 stab. Like some kind of anime skits, pretty much. Um, just like single anima- single frame animation moving right. Stab, 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 stab. All these different places. Um uh, yeah, just just absolutely wailing on this thing all the time. This the sword kind of vibrating and humming, the feeling of the voice of his dad in his ears, almost guiding him from place to place. Now left, now up. Don't watch your parrot. You know, just giving him like hearing these tips. Could be his brother. Could be his dad. Could be himself. It's just a combination of this family, family tradition of warfare and fighting, mm-hmm. just kind of flowing through him at that moment as he just starts wailing down on oh. Merrill Streep. Yeah. You're making me proud, man. <laughs> You're making me proud. And as you continually hit this, it's almost like it emanates thunder, this weapon, as you strike. And <laughs> as the blade crashes into this with these flashes, the, the, the memory rune at the heart of this just glistens and glows. And the writing that was inscribed on this is just highlighted in you as it comes alive, as this sword rekindles the essence of your father's memory and you cleave through Merishot. And all of a sudden, this creature, without opening its mouth, emits a scream of agony, which you all hear in your heads. It's almost a scream like desperation, like it's trying to trying to beguile you once more and it's just not working. Um, it's at the end of your turn. Yeah, that's in my turn, yeah. Yeah, and as you levy into this creature, your reaction resets, and Astrid, it's your turn. Right. Uh, this is meta-knowledge, but would I know when McBenner's turn is? McBenner's next. He's next um, after me. Okay. Uh, in you know, I mean, you know the initiative order. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which is... is uh, it's going <laughs> to alter what I'm doing i can't um, believe you're gonna kill him i just we had so much conversation <laughs> i he's gonna take McBen the is dead. Away from so i can see this orb of whatever it is making mm-hmm. its way towards meryl streep sorry mm-hmm. uh Merchalock, yeah yeah and is it kind of slowly moving towards him or what, is what do you mean? Of, oh, um, it's, orb, it's like a it stream. Of... It's like it's streaming into him, and you can see that you can now see as well from when you are that these scales are starting to manifest. Right. Okay. Um, it's evident from far away now as well. It's not just those close up. That this, okay, this, so this it's, is it's starting to. 
it's mm-hmm. not like it's like one big glob you're moving towards him. It's like it's everything's kind of coming towards him <clears> at once. Yeah. <clears> okay, <throat> I'm with you. I'm with you. Which again changes what I'm going to do then. So what I'll do is I'll use my um, bonus action to move the moonbeam. Uh, I can move it 60 feet. So I'll try not to move it over any of my friends. Um, <laughs> 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 if I, uh, <laughs> if I can. And I'd like to move it on top of this creature. Um this, mm-hmm. Yeah, this big old bony yep. bastard. <clears throat> um, so that's that's only as a bonus action. So as my action, um, ah, oh, it's really stupid. But I am going to try to grapple Carl. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, fine. Yep, you can walk forward and do that. And you can now hear as you come forward, Carl is muttering, He's taken one of you with him. He's taken one of you with him. He's taken one of you with him. Okay, I'll like, as I move this, move this uh, mm-hmm. moonbeam onto the big creature, I'll mm-hmm. kind of charge at him uh, and I'll say, McBennett, now's your time. Uh, and I'll jump to basically tackle him for a. Natural 20 um, okay. for a 22 oh, <laughs> for an athletics check. Okay, yeah, you grapple Carl. I'm not going to... I will contest it. Like Batista. Yeah, do it. <laughs> In which case, so if I'm able to grapple, what I'm going to do is try and get like an arm, uh, like, a, like a full Nelson arm lock and turn him to face McBenner. He's in okay. the hurt locker. Yeah, mm, and nice. that's... Uh, oh, I know I've got to wait until the creature starts its turn in the moonbeam, don't I? It's... Sorry. Really badly yeah. worded, but that, that's absolutely fine. Yeah, I'm happy to happy to do that. That's my turn. Thank you, McBenner. You're up. You shake off the cobwebs from this screech. Okay, um, McBenner's gonna return uh, to sort of emerge from the 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 sort of blizzard around him, so that Kongjeet can 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 see him. Uh, he's gonna have the Neverwinter um, bow of Neverwinter sort of notched. Uh, and then this purple arrow has appeared. So I'm going to use the the magical uh, psychic damage use arrow. Use your bonus arrow to summon yeah. the arrow of Neverwinter. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> and be like, "Remember me, you bastard." Uh, and then I will, I will, I will shoot uh, Kaljit, uh, the now very dickless and grappled. Uh, <laughs> Don't hit Ashley in the face. <laughs> yeah. yeah, go on, roll to hit. <clears throat> Uh, that's a 15 to hit reaction oh, meets and beats though you don't oh, need to mind, 15 was the ac meets okay, and beats it always has been his ac arrow goes through him um carl and I, I i kid you not is down to uh you won't be able to see my handwriting but he's down to one hit point so you don't need to i'm rolling the damage anyway to roll. Go for it. Oh, no, no. yeah <laughs> eviscerate him mcbenna eviscerate him kill overkill so he takes 14 points of piercing damage mm-hmm. uh, and, and 11 points of piercing damage and then three points of psychic damage. Jesus. Through the throat. And this, this voice that has emitted poisonous words that has killed people, has nearly killed you. He told you your time was up, old man. And that's what that happens is this dark, yuan-ti, purple-like pus blood just comes out of his mouth. And you see this defiant smile before his eyes just roll back. <laughs> and he just falls limp in Astrid's arms. 
Carl Jeet is no more. Yes! Too right. That's it. We can go home. Let's leave Meryl Streep alone. Fuck the world. So, our beef is not with her. Uh, excellent. And then um, for my second attack, uh, I will use a normal arrow and shoot Meryl Streep. Yep. And what happens is as Carl drops dead, the, 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 the arrow just seems to turn into like these um, nightingale wings and just flitter it and disappears back into the ethereal plane. It's, it's now... As you turn your attention and pull the silver arrow, you look up at this gargantuan creature. Go for it. Oh, it's uh, 15. I'm rolling consistently, but potentially not as well. Same armor class, meets and beats. Okay. This one doesn't get the benefit of Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. marked foe. Mm -hmm. And then that's 10 points of piercing damage. Yep. Okay. Um, This arrow careens into this creature um it's still upright but you can now see that bits of bone are starting to come off this as the as, as these scales are pulled into this creature it becomes clear as well that you're actually starting to damage it and it's starting to recoil and it's actually starting to almost look look a lot worse not good not well worse for wear itself is that the end of your turn bit uh yes that's the end of my turn okay kratz it's your turn McBenner has died. As so, you're facing sorry, backwards. Yeah. What? Carl Jeet has died. Cratch is happy with that. Um, sorry, carry on, Darren. Yeah, as you glance backwards, you've watched this happen because you you clawed at him. Um, and so yeah, you've seen Astrid grapple him and then you've seen McBenner almost like gangbang style execute with this purple arrow through through Carl Jeet. Um, you've watched this happen. So you've watched Carl go limp and dead in uh, Astrid's arms. How far away is Meryl Streep from me? <laughs> 20 feet still. You haven't moved. It's still 20 feet away. <laughs> Just wanted to oceans check. away, mate. She's oceans away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, your league. <laughs> <laughs> um, yep, yeah, I'm going to obviously hear what Drago said and this colossal brown bear is going to run towards um, this bone snake and... I, I can always picture it like um, mm-hmm. a Hulk in the first Avengers movie kind of moment. You've got this huge creature. I was going to try and claw at it with um, uh, first attack mm-hmm. uh, in my glorious brown bear stage. Uh, 17 to hit. Hits. And uh, 10 points of slashing damage. Yeah. And then as that one connects, I'm just going to literally try and get my teeth round um, a, a bony part of this thing. Just, mm-hmm. Almost like if you were to look at it, it's like this bear literally just trying to take apart this creature bone by bone. Uh, oh, damn it, that's a nine to hit. Okay. That misses. I figured as much. Um, that's all I can do. Um, just for the sake of uh, metagaming as well, the resistances and whatnot now apply to the uh, bone snake. Um, so, if the bone snake attacks anybody other than me, does so at disadvantage. Everybody has resistance. Mm-hmm. That's all I That's can do. Dope. It's mm-hmm. a nice feature. Nice yeah. feature. I love that. Nice. I'm helpful Perfect. for a change. Yeah. Just looking after myself. <laughs> it is Drago's turn. Yeah, nice. Uh, so, having just spoke to Kiva and everything going around him, 
And he's feeling the after effects of the triple layered sandwich of shit that he ate from Khajiit. Um, he's going to uh, hand still on the amulet, just close his eyes in concentration for a moment and gift himself 15 points of healing from lay on hands. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as a bonus action, once that he opens his eyes and shakes his head, uh, feeling a little bit more with it, back starts to straighten. He's going to just look into the, the body. I don't know if he could reach the eyes, if he could, if he's looking up of the, um, snake creature and just channel that anger and revenge against the essence of Grazat. And as he's channeling that, he's going to channel divinity and a specific vow of enmity, which means that I chose a creature I can see within 10 feet. I gain advantage on attack rolls against it for one minute or until it drops dead. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Um, is that the end of your turn? That is. Okay. It is the creature's turn. It is Merishalk's turn. Yes, Astrid. With it starting its turn, can it make a con save, please? Yes, it's rolled an 11. And that's a fail, so it takes 19, one nine points of radiant. Okay, thank you. With its turn, it's going to lunge forwards with a bite, and it's going to... Do that against Kratz. For a 16 to hit. Ooh, that hits. Okay. You take... That was a lot of dice. 31 points of poison damage. Holy shit. Okay, um, can someone just clarify what happened? No, you don't get halved. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I don't have anything like that. Are you in when it's bare form? You lose I, you, I've got into back down to normal so form. I, I take the difference off my normal health. Yes, though, that's right. <laughs> Shit. Um, okay. <laughs> so you knocked out a bare form. I yeah, this bite this kind of happens. I yeah, you, you hear the bones crack and screams of agony coming from Kratz as he'd been bit by the horrific bone creature. Um, he's in his normal gnomish uh, form. Not gnomish, I'm not a gnome. Goblin form. Okay. Oof. Then going to, at the end of that, let out a howl. An absolute blood-curling howl. And it becomes clear that you're running out of time. I'm going to tell you all, because it adds. it's better for the drama... If this creature is still up the next time its turn comes around, it will be unstoppable. It will have reached its full form. You've got one turn to finish this creature off each. Thanks for giving us that barometer of our time. (laughs) Hey! It also then lushes out a bite towards Zuccaburra. No, it can't do that. Um, But it it is the top of your turn, Zuccaburra. We're definitely around your turn. Okay. Um, I will... We're not fully um, surrounding it at the moment. There's some gaps, isn't there? There are Uh, some gaps. Okay. I'm just going to position myself temporarily in a way that I can Mm -hmm. do a straight line lightning bolt without Mm -hmm. hitting um, either Kratz or Sayangar or 
Drago or McBenna or any of them. Like, can I just find one direct line? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and then can it make, please, uh, Dex saving throw? 19. Okay, so it's going to take half. Holy, that's lots of sixes. Uh, 30, so half to 15. Mm-hmm. Uh, 15 points of lightning damage, and then I'll put myself back in the exact position I was in before. Okay, cool. Thank you. Sayangar, you're up. Because Carl is dead. It would be Carl's turn, but Carl is dead. Right. Um, I'm trying to figure out the most deadly thing I can do, but it is literally just to um to hit him. I was thinking breath weapon, but it's it's not as powerful now as Dengon's deception uh, with sneak attack. So I'm just going to go and hit him and hope to Akiva that I hit him. Really? Uh-huh. Oh shit! Advantage. That is... Oh, I got advantage. Of course. Thank God. That's no better. <laughs> uh, that's oh, that's a ten. <sighs> uh, just glances off and misses okay 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 um do i have anything else i can do i can do second wind on myself as a bonus action no Mm -hmm. i won't do that i'll i'll just um i'm gonna take the fuck it i'll take the hide action uh use cunning action as a bonus action and and, uh, take the hide action okay um and that's 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 everything fuck sorry guys yep you have to roll stealth to try and take the hide action Doesn't he have to break line of sight as well? Otherwise, you can't actually hide from something. Yeah, it's not actually paying attention to him. It's just been hit by ah, a giant okay. lightning bolt. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's 22. Okay, fine. Cool. I don't have to reveal whether that's successful or not, but nope. yes, that's what you roll. Thank you. Um, yeah, that's all I've got. Yeah, Ashley, it's your turn. Okay. Carl's gone limp in his arms with the arrow going in. Mm-hmm. He just drops him to the floor where he stands and he kind of mutters quickly to himself, he said someone's got to die. And then he'll say it louder, probably so that McBenna can hear. He said that someone's going to die. Uh, and he is going to drop his, as a free action, drop his mm-hmm. starry form um, of the dragon. Mm-hmm. And in like a shout of rage, he's going to pick it back up again. The starry form's coming back, but this time you've got the meteorite swirling around his form as he's taking on uh, the form of the archer. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just as a bonus action and with that bonus action he can make an attack uh, a starry form attack against the bastard um, mm-hmm. it's a 14 but I'm going to use a luck point to try and do that again hoisted by my own petard after 18 using this for the entire hit. campaign yes that hits uh, for 9 points of radiant damage and then as his action uh, those meteorites once more are going to swirl, go all the way down his arms as he kamehameha's for a third level guiding bolt mm-hmm. at the big kamehameha. boy. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and because I know that that hits, but do I? I can use as many luck points as I want, can't I? Yeah, until you run out. Yeah, I've got two more to go, and it's it's all or nothing. So I might as well use it. Uh, so yeah, you're it's not Callum, I mean, yeah. on my first. Mine was also a point. My final luck point, uh, and my final cosmic omen. Sorry, I'm just literally rolling everything that I've got. Uh, so that is a uh, sixteen. To okay. Hit. 
which was okay. lucky because I rolled dog shit on the other two rolls. Uh, the, does a 16 hit? Yes. As the okay. golden bar takes off, it pummels into this creature. 21 points of radiant damage. Okay. Ooh. As you do that, it hits this creature and something happens, something around your neck. The card that you were so fond of, of with your little brother, it just seems to just fall and drift to the floor and land in the snow. And you look, glance down at it and you see it. And as you look back up at Marishalk, what you see is, is that the sky seems to open just for a second and these piercing white bits of light come through. And then you see one seem to just pass through Marishalk as the guiding bolt hits it. How do you want to kill it? Hey, oh, yeah, boy. <laughs> uh, we had loads of ac- we had loads of actions left over. With no sweat. You had better craps so, and Drago. Yeah, yeah. To go. But anyway, uh, it. fuck me. So it's just taken a massive bite at Kratz, hasn't it? Yeah. Uh, I imagine with its kind of jaws locked onto Kratz. No, you don't, you big fuck. Uh, and I'm just going to try and blast it at its neck to try and uh, basically mm-hmm. sever the bones from the neck and the head, if possible, with the regular okay, damage. Yep. <laughs> You're able to do that, and this giant head just falls off and tumbles to the ground. And with that, Marishalk is defeated. Huzzah! Yeah, we're all god killers now, Drago. (laughs) (laughs) And no more bragging. (laughs) And as silence descends over the battlefield... You all take in what is before you. You take in the sight of what has happened. The the darkness that was swirling towards Marishalk stops and just seems to dissipate and almost lift. What do you want to do? Um, Ben is going to go over to uh, Khajiit's body. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I could skin him with his own knife. Um, no, and then uh, I'm going to just check through what, um, check the corpse. We've got anything on him, anything like that. Lucas, Side note, think. while this is happening, um, Drago is just going to go over to Kratz and just lay on hands and give uh, Kratz a boost of 10 HP. Oh, you wonderful hero, you. Um, I, I envisioned Kratz is still kind of in the jaws of this now decapitated head, and I was trying to wiggle my way out um, as well. Oh, ah, thank you. Hand, reach, thank you. Uh, hand reaches out to you to pull you up. And as that happens, uh, there's a red glow from the amulet down the arm. And as you're actually getting pulled up, um, you 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 regain your HP and you're stood there. Just uh, yeah, good bear, <laughs> good axe, McBenner. You find nothing but for the dark lantern that he always carried with him. That appears to be the only possession material possession that this creature still had. Does it still feel evil? Just feels like a lantern. Okay. Um, okay, I'm going to set that aside. I'm going to withdraw um, Kaljeet's knife 
uh, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna prize out Khajiit's um, uh, incisor, his his fang teeth, mm-hmm. um, and then having done that, I'm gonna sort of hold them up and be like, "Kratz, uh, I think you might want a silver ear. You can make a necklace or something out of this." <laughs> Yeah, well, that's the kindest thing you've ever said to me. I will happily take them. <laughs> oh, yeah, so I'm just going to toddle over it. And Shit. <laughs> take, oh. take no, no. Got, got a better idea. Got a better idea for what I'm going to do. And then um, McBenna will look up to Ash and go, right, so we should probably take the body back with us because it's going to be easy to skin him and turn him into a rug when it's not frozen. <laughs> that's true. I mean... We've spent so many days saying that we were going to shit down his neck. I've got a spell that can make you really big. Nah, nah, it's all right. It's all right. I, 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 think, I think I'd rather we turned him into a rug so we could walk all over him over and over again. Oh, I like the sound of that. Then um, you can take him out and beat him. Yeah, that, that, well, wow, that, there's, a, there's a matter pigeon in here as well. Would you believe it? Oh, I thought I think he's been on a Skyship for 365 days. <laughs> <laughs> um, Okabura is going to cast Levitate on uh, Kaljeet's corpse, and I'm just going to like lift Kaljeet and just keep prodding him against McBenna to try and get McBenna to do the things McBenna said he was going to do. <laughs> get him to rotate oh. like a kebab. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, thank you, uh, Okamura. This will make carrying him on much easier. I can only hold this for a minute, and then I've got to let uh, go. Well, we've got to wait until... Uh, oh, how are we communicating with uh, Ren again? I need to take a long rest before I can oh, cast shit. that spell. <laughs> As Drago. the levity's taken place, and um, Drago has given HP to Kratz, um, Drago is going to just look around. Uh, he's going to grasp his amulet, cast divine sense he's going to talk to akiva he's getting a bead on if there's any because it's happened again any essence of graza or corrupting influence just anywhere in the ripples of the air around him just just like as extra precaution yeah as you do that and you take a breath gone expunged removed and as Drago senses that, let's go the ambulance. Oh, oh it's over. Uh, he's going to just find Sayangar and uh, just offer out a hand towards him. And uh, Sayangar's been standing there really stationary um, with the bug mask still on looking in the direction of Meryl Shog and... Um, and a shaky, a shaky left hand reaches up, left claw reaches up and pulls down, starts to pull down the bug mask at the same time as he drops um, the sword uh, onto the onto the onto the freshly fallen snow, probably stained with blood, etc. Um, and you've just seen these tears, like in his, in his eyes, um, welling up, and he just he just doesn't look at you, but he's kind of looking out in the direction of where all the all the combat is kind of taking place and the the enormity of the situation and just uh he grunts once and then uh th- through these kind of internal sobs in him i thought we were going to die and i've decided i'm not ready for that yet
I know you've got a thing with the Kiva, but it was in the heat of that when I realized that I'm not ready for that. I'm not saying I'm a coward, but I'm, I know I'm not ready for that. You have your own path to walk. I'm glad that it coincided with mine for this battle. Um, you don't have to live in this world alone. He nods slowly. I know. And it's taken literally running into you to figure that out. So, thank you. I won't say it to the others, but I will to you. My brother. Thank you. My brother. And I just continue looking at you. Might <clears throat> cough and pick up the sword a little bit and just and just look out over um, the battlefield and and uh, yeah. the mere seconds that it took place, but the the enormity of the situation and just taking that kind of snow soaked um, scene whilst the others decide how to skin a cat. I'm going to just give you a little montage now of what happens over the coming hours. Uh, and correction, I, I can use Arcane Recovery. Just one hour, Darren. That's all you need to fill. Okay. Yeah, okay. So an hour passes. I'm just going to, again, just expedite this somewhat. Ukabara reaches out to Ren. The teleportation circle opens. You all return, or for some of you travel for the first time, to Fish Tortol. You recover. You spend the night there in the tavern. You're able to relax, rest, unwind. Do what you need to do. Finish off any business. And then the following day, dawn comes. And as you all stand on the deck of Fish Tortol, you glance out towards the sea and you see the ship, the Endless Horizon, now repaired, gifted technically to Syngar, but also to, to Drago and Ren. And as you all stand there, we'll pick up with Ren the next morning, just saying to you all, So, uh, this is it then. This is where we, are. Uh, this is where we say goodbye. I, uh... Our boat's ready. I think you had plans to go over to Shadowmen, wasn't it? No, no we're not going. Goldview. We're, we're going to Sleep Guard. Sleep Guard. Uh, think I'm ready to see another part of the world. Rem will glance to Drago as if to say, "Is it cool? Is this?" Yeah, it'll be real good to have you alongside, McBenna. Yeah, it would. I got some places that you're going to enjoy drinking up. Excellent. She'll then glance to the other person who has yet to declare whether they're coming with. She'll glance to Syngar. I, uh... 
Fuck, I don't know. I know we've had an hour and a to make this choice clear, but I don't know if I'm ready for that. What if I change my mind? Can you Ren can always teleport you back. Fine. For now. Can I make you a suggestion? Sure. As someone who's been parted for a very long time from my own brother, why would you do that to yourself? We're, we're, I think we're going to encounter many things along the way. And when we get to Goldview, I don't think it's, I don't think it's going to necessarily be a straightforward welcome. We're going to need you, Sangar. But um, to be clear, that's not a guilt trip. And uh, if you chose to stay here, you know that we'd find a way. Um, yeah, come if you want to. If you don't, nothing changes between us. We're good. He's going to look around to fish Chortle and to the jungles beyond. This was never my home. I don't have a home in these lands. Oh, that, that's not I've, true. Oh, I was going to come up with a really pithy one-liner then, but yeah, sure. What? What do you, you mean? You, I'm. I don't want to speak out of turn, Clan Chief, but I'm pretty sure we can rustle up an honorary membership for for Sayangar here. Oh no, yeah, it's Sayangar Bong Water all the way. You'll Sayang- always be welcome in the Bong Water. Mm. Sayangar Bong Water. Does have a ring to it. <laughs> I hate it, but it's brilliant. As I was saying, being stuck in a place with no family, I found an adopted one at least. And sure. Why not? Let's become a bong water. No harm could possibly come of that, I'm sure. But if we run into any other dragonborn folk, you do not tell them that at all. Understood? That's your name, not mine. Oh, shit. Oh, we'll just go with it. Sure. Fine. Yeah, we'll come. But um, I'm not going to take this. And he's going to take off the bug mask. It's fucking stupid anyway. And he's going to just toss it into the uh, into the water of the coast and watch it sink slowly into the waters. And then... Um, then a slight bit of pain. Did that allow you to see in the dark? Yeah, but, you know, Goldview, it's We've bright, isn't it? We've got shit eyes. Well, you just said it's gold view. You said it like gold is gold is bright. So no, that's not how it works. There. Trust me. Well, why they call it gold view then? This is ridiculous. This place makes no sense. There's so much to learn. God, why are you like this? I'm going to my room. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to stop onto the boat. Yeah. Um, Do we have a boat? Do we have a boat? No, yeah, yeah, it's my boat. I'm going to my room. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, thought, I thought we were given the boat by the, by yeah. the people. No, it's mine. Fuck off. It was given as a gift to the Drago. Drago. Who, and it, that, that was, that was Sayangar. That wasn't that Drago. No, I, th- I thought they gave us the boat. They said it was a wreck. Shut up, McBenna. It's my boat. You're staying on deck. Poop Definitely deck got given you. a boat many, many weeks ago. Oh, um, so... Poop so, deck, McBenna. So, so, so you're coming? Ren's going to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm there. And then the attention will turn to the, the free Goblin Kim. And what are you? What about you? What, uh, as in going to gulp you? 
Ah, it's not my scene. Uh, I can't speak for you, Akabura, Kratz. Uh, this is my home. And hell, I think I could probably worm my way onto a, a seat on the council now that I'm a god slayer. Right? I, I could do that, right? That's how it works. Ah, perfect. Uh, you're on the council in, in Goldview, aren't you, Drago? Yeah, the reputation will speak for you now. Oh, well, there we go. Astrid Even if you don't want it to. You're hot shit here now. Slayer of snakes. Exactly. Wiggly ones, wrangler. I'll, I'll work on the name. It's, yeah. Think of all the political power we'll have. Yeah, I'd fire my jungle. You can have your cities. We right. could have our own Yan-Ti army. That'd be a thing, wouldn't it? Would it? I, I don't know. the Yuan-Ti. Or something similar, like dolphin army. What's a we'll dolphin? We'll work on it. We'll work on it. We'll work on it. <laughs> you don't know what a dolphin is. I've never seen a dolphin. What's a dolphin? Oh, crap. What does it taste like? <laughs> Who else but Kratz? And there'd just be a, a pan out, a zoom out on the camera as I'm talking through aquatic life with, with Kratz. And we're just pointing at stuff in, this, in the ocean. Uh, at this point, McBenner's going to pull up the new hood of his tabaxi uh, skin uh, cloak. <laughs> <laughs> with little cat ears on it. <laughs> and walk towards the boat. While the Happy Days theme tune is playing. <laughs> I, I guess this is goodbye then. Rem will say to the, the goblin kin as you're still chatting. Thank you, Rem. Thank you for everything. Oh, thank you. I hope the next time we see you, the world doesn't try and end. Oh, and if he does, nice. you just call on the bong waters. We'll be there. She'll come forward and offer you all a hand as if to, to shake hands. Astrid's going for the hug. She'll let that happen. Uh, and then when that's happened, she'll she'll look she'll glance to Ukabura and Kratz. Ukabura's going to try and de- encourage her to engage in some sort of secret handshake that only she, we have. Mage style, you know, wizard stuff. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Um as you send out like a maybe like a a mage hand, Rem will laugh at that and do the same. Nice. As these rage hands, mage hands just come together, and then finally she'll turn to Kratz. I, uh, I pat you on the head. I'm not entirely sure what I do here. You pat me on the head. I'm going to turn into a bear. How about just a handshake? Sure. And she'll just shake hands with you. Yeah, but she does notice a uh, genuine kind of smile just come across Kratz uh, at that point. Just mark of respect and friendship. Clan Bongwater. Still a shit name. Fuck you! From the boat. <laughs> Strago's just watching. What kind of name is Drago for a dragonborn? Your parents get lazy. Shall I make him really small? Just for one last shit and giggle? Mm. <laughs> yeah, go on. Right, fuck it. Can you make a con save, Drago? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm just going to cast Mage Hand while this is happening, and I'm going to draw a cock and balls on the side of their boat. <laughs> I, got, I got the amulet pulses. <laughs> I got a 25. Oh, shit. Oh, no. Yeah, you, you shake that shit off. Ah, <laughs> oh, bollocks. Uh, next do time. The, do the moon thing again. Just make them sink. Ah, let him get away with it. We'll get you guys take time. care of yourselves. Happy sailing. Be safe. 
and so as wave from its top as well. Selene so guide you. As as Ren comes onto the deck herself, uh, uh, the crew who seem to have been left uh, by Sarah Mistfall for you seem to start uh, uh, moving into action as you come towards the ship and start to look to you for instruction. And Ren will come on and just take in all of your faces and just uh, look to McBenna, to Syngar, and then to Drago, and will say to Goldview. Yeah. It's probably going to take a while to get there, but yeah. To Goldview. To Goldview. And as that happens, the camera is going to pan out from Fish Tortoll. And we're going to contemplate what could happen next as this journey. Who drew a cock and balls on this ship? <laughs> this, this, this epic journey towards Goldby, which is about to begin, is, alas, another tale for another time in the tales of Erith. For these have been the Shadowmen tales. And that is where we're going to leave it for this short campaign in the Fellowship of the Tabletop. Oh, wow. Well done, Darren. Good job, buddy. Well done. done. Thank you so much, Brian. Well, that, amazing so, so what does that mean what are we doing next week then I don't know but shit, I, don't know. Better, like, I, I believe your twitter handle is hastily rolled DM you better start hastily rolling stuff I <laughs> know <Yeah. laughs> oh, oh. thank you Darren honestly that was that's um, yeah. from a totally greedy perspective that has um, saved me so much brain space in order to get shit together ready for you're welcome man. ready for thank this you. so I uh, do appreciate the short term notice of it I know you've been chomping at the bit for it for oh, a while, but it's really welcome. appreciated, and it was a fuckload of fun as well. So, thanks yeah, so I'm much. sorry I had to push some stuff together at the end, but I was like, we have to yeah, finish no, this. No, 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 <laughs> yeah. no, we've got um, a couple of thank yous to to make. Uh, our will bot one shot. Uh, That's not uh, one shot now. Uh, You're just part of the cast. Returning guest star, surely. <laughs> yeah, VIP. I like one shot will bot. Sounds good. I like that too. Thanks, Will, for always everything you do and for outshining all of us um you know so it'll be yeah, and making Thank a part you. us a part of your everyday week oh yes <laughs> we love you we for it love you. <laughs> we do love you for but it but you are our our favorite man you're our favorite so uh yeah um keep in touch and i can't i'm sure that i speak on behalf of the whole of our audience when we say we can't wait for you to uh, rejoin us betray us again <laughs> upcoming episodes uh and of course that leads me to thank our step in dm darren uh led us through this um was it damn near a dlc i guess for for the fellowship with 26 episodes of awesomeness and uh wow well you fleshed out the world and added to it and that's an extremely hard thing to do um when when the world wasn't born from your mind so well done that's uh that's some epic writing and some brilliant dm so thank you gg and of course that leads me to thank every one of you out there our listeners who are just beautiful people and thank you for joining us making us a part of your everyday week we do love you for it. So next week, we return to the stories of Bellum Draconis and we find out whatever happened to Marota and Nyx. And yeah, you have to tune in for that. We'll probably have to do some sort of recap. <laughs> I'll get one plan, don't worry. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, I got and yeah. Wow. 
Oh, this one's in you the books. You better start writing, Mark. Well, for a, for a kickoff then, for a little joiner on, I know you can just listen to the next week's episode, but we're going to start off by joining our uh, surviving members of the party a few months later. So this is a little bit advanced on from uh, we lo- where we left off the last campaign. 26 weeks ago, um, time has moved on slightly and we'll be picking up with the crew a couple months later as they start to piece together some form of a life uh, without those two reprobates hanging around Ooh, anymore. I like this. It's like a little mid, it's like a little <laughs> mid credit scene, this. I like this. Mm. <laughs> and just to confirm, the surviving remaining members is Reigns, Emron, and Alpha. Glad uh, you said them because I'd forgot the names. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, We're all forgettable weird. characters. Um, so yeah, if you wanted to keep up to date with the podcast, our Twitter page is the best place for it. We have a main one, which is at Fellowship Table. And then if you wanted to go one step further and follow us individually, you can do so. So big up to Willbot, our one shot VIP firm favorite. If people wanted to go, oh, I miss you so much. Can't you just, <laughs> can't you send me some voice messages? Where could they do such a thing? Oh, they could do that at uh, Fellowship NPCPC. Our residence, Crap Crats Callum, can be found at the D20 Gamer. Ookaburra, Wookaburra, Hookaburra, Danny can be found at Total Party Thrills. My brother, my brother, oh my brother. Mark can be found at Hastily Rolled DM. Big Willy Will can be found at <laughs> Natural 20 Will. And thank you very much, Darren, for this wonderful campaign, wonderfully DM'd. Where can we find you? You can find me at DarrenPage06. Until next time, guys. Farewell. Farewell.